0: Hello and welcome to another installment of No Life's Paranormal Podcast, where four paranormal investigators sit down and discuss spooky stories from the web. My name is Joe, I'm the lead investigator.
1: I'm Liv, and I'm the historian. My name is Teresa, and I am the researcher.
2: I am your electric exorcist. I am your diviner of DVR. <laughs> and
3: everyone's <laughs> headache.
2: Your tech wizard, Alex. Alex. <laughs>
0: I'm oh, not even gonna repeat. Yeah,
2: There's just, <laughs> yeah. just
3: something
1: off about. We can't days. restart this. Again. All right. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's dig in.
0: Today we are discussing like spirit animals, not just spirit animals, but like ghost animals. animals that have animals
3: appeared. that maybe are spirit animals that yes. are dead that
1: have little spirits left over. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. that
0: have actually been throughout history of appearing, recording, being seen, you know, like stuff like that. So. So this
1: was all Joe's idea. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. It was because
0: you know we said it in last week's podcast. No.
1: (laughs) So, um, we don't actually
3: have any big announcements to get to. Uh, We do have a huge investigation coming up in July. 13th? The 13th, that's right, that we will discuss. uh, Or was it the 8th? No, it is the 13th. 13th, okay. In a a future episode, we will discuss that. But I was wondering, I went ahead and did a whole bunch of different research about... um, animals in general as they pertain to spiritual things
0: yes yeah
3: so um if you'd like i can actually start this evening
0: well i was just gonna do it because i had to read a lot so i was just oh, kind of yeah, gonna get no, that out of the way That's cool
1: you
3: do but no if, no no
0: that's perfect if you want uh, to do it that mine way, mine
1: was history no
0: than, that's fine we can start with history rather
3: than a
1: story why don't no, we just stay fine. here for 40 minutes and argue i love that yeah that's a great idea <laughs> go ahead and start this. so so and Teresa will begin.
3: Yeah. I wanted to talk about literally the history of of animals in in spiritual ways. Right. So um, obviously, the elephant in the room when you're talking about spirits and and Don't religion talk about and things Joe like, like that. that. Ancient Egypt. Yes. In ancient Egypt, cats were huge. They were guardians of the the realm of the dead.
0: They were godlike creatures.
3: Literally, they were semi deities. So super cool. Um, in ancient Egypt, cats were actually seen not only as, like, demi-deities, but they also were said to be the actual physical form taken by um, the daughter of Ra, whom was the goddess named Bastet.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, she was a slim human body with a cat head. At least that's what people said. But then she could also go into full-on cat form. Um, there. Of course, cats were always believed to be completely magical creatures that had the ability to bring good luck and good fortune, and all Egyptians were buried with a cat. Even if it wasn't their own cat, they actually had these things called catteries, which were businesses that would breed cats specifically for the purpose of killing them and mummifying them to be either basically like Knickknacks in people's homes—that's kind of mm-hmm.
1: fucked up, right?
3: Or uh, putting them in in tombs Jones. and sarcophagi with them. Yep. So it was—it was a real big thing. Uh, so craziness there, but um, I mean, it goes—it's—it goes even further than that. So like, cats—cats um, cats in uh, ancient China have got uh, some very very crazy roots in spirituality. If you look at ancient Rome, the ancient Romans um they actually uh it's said that they were harbingers of like bad omens basically. Yeah. So if you were if you a cat, any cat, not just black cats like we do today in the states, but any cat would cross your path, you were doomed to die in the next yep. 7 days.
1: You know they say that's a thing where if a black cat crosses your path, yeah, you either get like mm. die Something or horrible. yeah, that's I, where it comes from. Well, that explains my life. Yeah. So see, see? <laughs> uh, in ancient India,
3: as we all know, the Hindu faith has has a whole lot to do with cats in their faith. So um, <clears throat> now I've got the cough.
0: Yes, you this week.
3: Cat figures in some of the most important. Ep- epics of the Hindu faith including uh, Ramayana and the uh, Mahabharata uh, even in the 17th century story Puss in Boots written by Charles Perrault there was um, just, just so much different reference to felines as not only living companions but companions that could follow you into the realm of the dead yeah. and be <clears throat> beside you for luck and good fortune and
0: yeah well even the shit. old Celts believe that the hair a specific hair actually carried something with it like yeah, fortune and stuff like exactly. that so yeah there's there's a, a long history of it they here, actually
3: so. believe that it started in Egypt because <clears throat> cats obviously came and and were keeping away rodents and pests that were in the crops yeah so keeping away the rodents out of the crops less people were getting sick keeping rodents out of the homes less people were getting sick so that's how cats ended up becoming deities in Egypt because they were Literally, people were more healthy when in the presence of cats. Yeah, so interesting stuff there.
0: Yeah, no, I, that, that that's why I'm just gonna let you start it. It's history, so
3: I like history. It's you guys my thing. are the
0: historian, So
1: she, oh. I stole your job today. I know. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I am a woman with, you uh, know, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say much tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just sit here and drink okay. <clears throat> all right so
3: yeah let's hear your stories i'm I really want, okay so, so that was yours then
0: or this. you were just starting off i playing. just
3: wanted to tell some history about cats and spiritualism
0: okay i got you all right so mine kind of goes along with the whole cat thing which really wasn't my intention to do but it kind of went with that anyways um but mine is on the demon cat in the u.s capitol
3: <clears throat> oh, and to be fair, a lot of these stories are about cats, and it was yes. actually not my intention whatsoever to stick with cats as a theme for this. Right. I was wanting to branch out to a lot of things, but cats yeah. just seem to be the main focus.
0: It seems to be.
3: I got you, boo. You're going not a cat, right? I love it.
1: Yeah, no to self, never going to own a cat, and uh, the whole nine lives on cats. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Anyways, <laughs> let's get into Joe's story. <laughs> All right, so I actually found this article on whitehousehistory.org. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and i just kind of going to read the story a little bit because I printed it out because I didn't really have time for notes because I've been dealing with a lot of so, work.
3: So say it again. So, the demon cat
0: The demon cat. cat.
3: Demon. Of the White House. Yes. yes. Uh, That's uh, the
0: demon cat apparition is one of the best known ghost stories in Washington, D.C. C. It refers to an oversized menacing cat that appears sporadically... In prominent federal government buildings. According to the legend, the Demon Cat conspires to frighten unsuspecting people. Other times, the Demon Cat's appearance has been considered a prophecy of impending disaster or tragedy. The Demon Cat is also sometimes known as simply DC. Nice. Yeah.
3: So it's Uh, not District of Columbia. It's Demon Cat.
0: Yeah.
1: Wait, is it really?
0: No. No, that's just what they call it. <laughs> they <laughs> <laughs> All right. According to an 1898 article in the Washington Post, the democat appears as a regular sized <coughs> house cat initially, but then quickly expands to the size of an elephant okay, before nice. the eyes of a terrified observer. The first recorded appearance of the democat it was in the United States Capitol in 1862. During the Civil War, the U.S. Capitol's basement was used as a bakery to feed soldiers, Mm -hmm. and the demon cat appeared there several times. A guard reportedly fired a gun at the cat, and it disappeared. Since its initial manifestation, the demon cat most frequently shows up in the basement of the Capitol building. The cat is sometimes described as a tabby, although others who have claimed to have seen it believe it is black. In a 1935 account published in the Washington Post, one observer remarked, that the demon cat's eyes glow with all the hue and ferocity of the headlights of a fire engine. The article also hints at a practical explanation for the demon cat. Many cats can freely in the basement pat- or roam freely in the passageways of the U.S. Capitol for decades, serving as a cost-free and efficient exterminators of mice and other vermin. <clears throat> Former Congressman John Dingell lends support to this detail as he recalled hunting rats. The- that were as big as house cats in the basement of the Capitol building as the House of Representatives paid during World War II.
3: That's actually really fucked up. Rats as big as cats. Yeah. Just hanging out in, in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Capitol
2: building. Well, I mean, it makes sense if the cats were as big as elephants.
1: I'm just still laughing um, over Dingle.
0: <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this tale go I'm not going to read the whole article. Please. But it goes on to this cat kind of appears at certain times, and they say the reason why it appears in different buildings is because it can, this cat used to travel a lot. Interesting. Uh, One of the things they possibly tied it to was uh, this cat known as Tigger, but its original name is spelled T-I-G-E, Tiger, but they called it Tigger. Uh, It's a wandering cat, considerably renowned and owned by the end. Uh, He lived in the White House, but like to visit other federal buildings on occasion. Um, Yeah, he was... uh, Let me see in the notes. Obviously, it didn't print that down. Uh, But anyways, he was a cat for a senator there that loved to just walk about freely. And apparently, um, this cat would disappear for several days on end. And when the cat actually passed away, it was reported in the news. I guess it was a big to-do because the nation loved the cat. Oh. Uh, but they're saying that's one of the stories in history of it is it's that cat tiger going to the different buildings because that's what he would do. Interesting. Um, other notes is uh, right before the Great Depression or the crash, the crash, the stock market crash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a guard saw the cat and the oh, elephant wow. size with the glowing eyes, and then so there's a day later,
3: prophecy of yes. something terrible. Um,
0: another one, uh, a guard saw it before Lincoln's assassination.
3: Oh shit! Shit.
0: And so yeah, that's why it's been regaled as a
3: yeah, that's crazy doom kind of thing. Wonder if Um, anybody saw it with the whole Kennedy situation or hmm. even like something crazy like Watergate or
0: it did not say.
3: That would be an interesting interesting tidbit of facts.
0: But yeah, there's a lot of history with it. Uh, You can go to the website. I'll give to these guys to post it when they post the thing. Absolutely. But yeah, there's a lot of website or a lot of. On the website, there's a lot of actual stories from all this that it goes kind of goes throughout generations. It hasn't been seen since I believe. Uh, let's see here. It hasn't been seen in a good long time, so over a hundred years. Oh wow! So, but. Um,
3: so that actually lends a little bit to the discussion about whether or not residual entities can eventually run their course. Yes. And run out of energy.
0: Well, it also, it's a practical explanation that they have for it, was that it explains a little bit of folklore. Because mm-hmm. one of the stories behind it, a guard that saw it was on a bender the night before. And he mm-hmm. was sleeping it off and then saw the cat. And yeah, they said he kind of used it as, you know, if you're working for the government and you say, hey, I saw a demon cat in the basement, they're probably going to give you the next day off.
3: You yeah, know. So
0: they... I if I work with my job. This kind of goes maybe. with... <laughs> probably not. But uh, right. this goes as I'm a like, s- the folklore of the story that it goes. Because one guard says it, finds out that it works. <laughs> hey, I saw that cat too. Gets the next uh, day off. I so it know, goes not. into the folklore status, which we talked about last week of yep. believing in something enough to actually make it appear. Right. Um, and it kind of manifested. Uh, so yeah, that's the other one. But yeah, there's uh, the article is very well written. And it actually goes into talking about how actual truth can get mixed up into folklore and then passed down through centuries, be a word of mouth. Yeah. And get mixed up in here and there and does all this. I
3: mean, that makes sense. So
0: there's multiple explanations about this cat and about the history of it. <clears throat> uh, but I just thought it was a, a really in-depth article on, I, I don't know why they call it the demon cat, though. That's the only thing it didn't Maybe explain. Maybe because of
3: the glowy eyes?
0: I don't know. Uh, that could be part of it. I don't know. They didn't really get into that. Uh, but there's there's a bunch of stories that I found that actually there's one about a gorilla in this house that got caught and the, the this girl that lived there went to she went to kill herself. Oh wait, or, On unalive, I'm sorry. I know um, I know
3: exactly what you're talking about. Out out. Whatever, she she was unquote. she was depressed and decided to opt out and she went into some sort of a secret passageway in the house mm-hmm. and the gorilla yes. followed her yes and accidentally got locked in there because nobody was, you know, to let yes. him out.
0: Because animals can sense when a human is having some issues. Exactly. And they stick with it. I know this from firsthand. Account. Oh, facts. Whenever um, I'm in
3: a bad mood or something, my dog is like right with
0: me. Well, not only that, but, you know, when they don't have long... For this world. Exactly. And dogs and cats typically stand by them. So yeah, there's That's... this why I found so interesting about this article at least, or article and discussion at least, is because there's so much history on it. Oh, absolutely. And people just don't know it. They think, oh, it's animals, blah blah blah. But they can see stuff that we don't. They have some crazy
3: senses that allow them to, in my opinion, they probably see through the and
0: veil. <laughs> here's something else, and I'll let Alex get to his story after I say this even the bible backs that up
3: yeah yes the mule yes i remember the story because
0: if you actually read it <clears throat> it actually talks about god lifting something off the mule so it could speak to the human but never mentioned anything about lifting the eye so it could see the angel in the road exactly lending credit to animals see that stuff exactly so but yeah that's the end of my story so alex feel free that's, to go
2: it's interesting stuff all right, so I have two mini stories. Cool. Yeah. Uh, too many? Mini. Mini. Oh. mini small. Small. Oh, I <laughs> wouldn't know. <laughs> like you gotta use small words for her. <laughs> um, and ah. these are so cool. <laughs> I strayed away from the cat route, and I went mm-hmm. the dog route. patio. I,
3: I, I, I found a dog in one too. So yeah, we're good.
2: Alright, so the first building that I'm actually going to talk about is the Croke Patterson Mansion. Ooh. Uh, which is actually referred to nowadays as the Patterson Inn. And that's roughly somewhere around Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be somewhere that was noted as being like uh, the millionaire mile. Interesting. In mm-hmm. Colorado. Um, so, built in 1890 by Thomas B. Croke, uh, it was a sandstone residence and one of the country's most elegant homes. Uh, it now serves as an office building and is also said to be one of the most haunted in the U.S. Uh, according to stories, uh... The man who built it, Thomas, only entered the palatial mansion one time and was so emotionally shaken by whatever was there that he never returned.
3: (laughs) The guy that built
2: it? Uh, Just two years later, it was sold to, ironically, another guy named Thomas, this time (laughs) Patterson, uh, hence the Patterson Inn. Interesting. Um, so, one of the main stories, uh, was after long days of work, they would often, the construction crew, would often return the next day to find that the tasks that they had completed the day before had been, quote-unquote, undone. That
3: Um, would be aggravating.
2: After this had occurred several times, uh, they went out and they purchased two guard dogs. Uh, These guard dogs were two Doberman Pinschers. Heads up, guys. I'm a Doberman owner. I'm proud Doberman owner. I love the breed. Uh, And in case it was unawares, they were actually the only breed that was ever literally, specifically bred to breed protection dogs. Other dogs have protection traits. This dog was literally bred for that and that only.
3: Originally, they were bred by a man who was uh, a tax collector And that's he needed somebody to protect him while he was, you know, knocking on doors. Hmm.
2: Anyways, so after this had occurred several times uh the whole work being undone, uh the guard dogs were left to protect the property, uh, from what the workmen thought might be intruders. However, the next day they found the two Doberman Pinchers dead on the sidewalk after apparently having jumped out of the third story window.
1: Holy shit. Wait, the dog jumped out of the third story window?
2: Um huh, so it's not really the, something they do. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> so the dogs were not on the main floor, not the first floor above that, but on the second floor above that. So technically back in that day it would have been the third story. And apparently they had gone out the window. Uh, there was no fire, so there's no fire damage. There's no reason for this it dog like to It's like when jumped out
1: the window. Yeah. We'll talk about intrusive thoughts.
2: Or, to be fair, if we're going over what could be human, could be non human hauntings, like. <laughs> Coerced listen,
3: out the window.
2: I don't really? know any human being that one on one could take a Doberman. Oh, absolutely not. Like, it's just. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> unless you've got yourself. my retarded Doberman. Because well, she's different. She's she's she's, she's a special, but um, a dog that was built to guard and protect. I, I don't see like a human breaking in and tossing it out the window. That's super not exciting. not willingly. Yeah. Unless um, it was the person that owned the dog. Like, that's just not fucking I that mean, that was Colorado,
3: happened. which is, is, is just definitely in the U.S. And American movies, the dogs don't die. So that's not okay with me.
2: It's just not. What uh, So that was in... Oh, the renovation was taking place in the 1970s. The building okay. was built in 1890. Um. Um, so that said, uh, once the renovation of the office was complete employees almost immediately began to notice equipment such as typewriters, copy machines, and telephones that mysteriously began to operate by themselves. Huh. That's weird. Uh, a seance was held to Spooky. determine who was haunting the building. They found it to be the spirit of a little girl whose body was supposedly entombed in the cellar. Ooh. Uh, however, the basement was excavated. They found a hidden chamber um, that was filled with sand but no remains of the little girl. Whether that means anything, I don't know. Um, oh,
0: it kind of does.
2: But... It could be potentially she was never there to begin with. To her. this day, um, being, this, being that it is an inn, to this day, uh, it is reported that they do hear dogs barking on the second Aww. floor now. Huh. So there is apparently at the Patterson Inn in Colorado, uh, the haunting of two Dobermans on the second floor that just...
1: i don't know why it made me think of the shining right
3: Uh,
2: probably because the stanley hotel is also in colorado yeah
3: and and did you actually know though that the stanley hotel has a pet cemetery outside of it for pets of the persons who have you know been caretakers and have lived on the property throughout the years and uh the stanley actually has a ghost cat as well
0: that one's weird they said that haunt the second floor
2: uh yes uh, so so the, the second the floor, floor the second floor would technically be the third floor because back in that day, the main floor was something totally separate. Okay. okay. So, it was main floor, first floor, second floor, which would be the third floor and nowadays' terminologies.
0: Well, that kind of made me think that maybe the third floor is where they were you know, looking, but their bed, I guess you could say, was on the second floor. Right. And who knows if ghosts return to the point of where they died or where they mostly lived. So uh,
3: Well, I think that humans mostly return to the place. We have uh,
0: animals, different story. whole <laughs> <But I think laughs> <they have>, different.
3: <laughs> I think they have the same general...
2: Also, the sad boxes. fact of the matter is that there was no mention of the dogs' ages or anything like that. We huh. don't know if they were freshly, like, this is their place, or if they were just year-and-a-half-old, two-year-old trained guard dogs that sure. now this is their place. Yeah. So they were only there for two days, like why would they be attached to that place yeah yeah I'm it's sorry. A, it's um anyways so the other story that I would uh bring up um is actually in Scotland um there's a place called the Overton Bridge yep that's the um, other I was gonna do the, <laughs> yes so that was the low hanging fruit that I yeah. was waiting to make sure that nobody else did before I started talking about it yep Um, uh, the Overton Bridge is actually the Pet Suicide Bridge. What the fuck? Um, so, supposedly, this bridge is infamous for an unusual number of dogs that have literally just leaped to their death from this bridge. They literally just go crazy and run off and jump over the side of the bridge.
1: Talk about more intrusive dogs. That's
3: insanity, dude. Um. They get depressed too. I don't.
1: I don't know. Mm-mm. Nope. We have like a two-second rebound rate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right.
1: That got dark. <laughs> <laughs> that did. So I mean, I mean, hello. Yeah. We we hunt ghosts. It's that,
2: true. There's nothing good too dark.
1: Fast. Considered well w- when the lights are off. Right. Well. <laughs> you know. I'm learning.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Liv doesn't like to, like, to hunt the light I'm afraid lights. of the dark. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we're running around with our moniker going, Liv, no
1: light. I'm like, I can't <laughs> <get> there, <laughs> there's spooky monsters out there. Of course there are. We're hunting them. <laughs> <laughs> and then you shit yourself and you walk in. It'll be
2: fine. So the moral of the story mm-hmm. is, uh, without finding too much on exact reasons why, and they're literally still scientifically studying this as to why this happens Um, It's just dogs deciding, and not even cats, dogs specifically decide to opt out on this bridge, go crazy, and Hmm. uh, it would be nice to know, and I will do further research and possibly update this later if the same kind of topic comes out, and we have more information, but it would oh. be nice to know, but um, we don't know if, like, a dog so originally it's, died there, and that's what causes it, or... Right.
0: That's awful. This is so weird, like, what? That's just awful. I, d- I just can't wrap my head around it. It's just kind of weird that a, a pet would There's just There's no, no space. Bed. Huh. <laughs> this seems like a good, good place as any, and just, like, you don't yeah, see that's, animals doing that's
3: that. That's yeah, that's really messed up. It's really
2: messed up.
0: And no human deaths have been reported there, or at least that you saw.
2: Um, that I immediately saw, no. I mean, it is also a bridge in
0: Scotland,
2: so right. I don't know if, like, eventually somebody has decided to opt out there, or maybe, like, maybe the, that's the first one that caused the like the chain reaction. Yeah, but yeah.
0: or maybe a ghost there just doesn't like pets. Right. It's it's possible.
3: Huh. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and pause now. Because the food
1: will be here
0: soon. Well. Okay, so basically, what we're just trying to say here is that the realm of the animal world is not uncommon to see weird things of mm. animals doing that to, with the bridges, things happening like that. It's not uncommon to see it, it's just kind of unheard of with some things because they don't normally act like that. that in the that's, real really, world. that's
3: honestly really crazy to, to see something like that go down. I would love to know why that happened. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, yeah, yeah good find yeah so uh
2: one last thing that we could bring this back to regarding uh what my wife here was saying um and whether or not so like we think or at least it's under the understanding that humans go back to places that were a major part of their lives right Mm -hmm. not just And and this is why probably I fall asleep in most graveyards. Uh, Most graveyards, I don't think, are haunted cemeteries. What reason would you have to stay there?
1: Well, statistically, there's more energy outside of graveyards, so you would find some certain spirits in them, but there's more in, like, per se, like a mall or a store you know yeah, what I mean exactly. because they feed off of energy right. and, and basically. And, like and again yeah.
2: and it kind of revolves back to that question like what reason cemetery. would you have to haunt a cemetery where your body's at it wasn't your house where you lived for X amount of years it no. wasn't
1: a oh, place no, that you loved
0: that you went back to unless you loved a certain item that you were buried with I mean all right. That's one aspect. It's fair. I mean, that makes. <laughs> if
1: my vape was in there, then I would <laughs> be haunting the cemetery to my vape.
2: <laughs> wow, <laughs> I I said I'll be haunting
1: a Starbucks.
2: <laughs> so anyway, uh, one super weird story—not uh, super weird—but um, one story to bring it back to that is. Uh, Ever since the year 1927, there's been a memorial service every August 23rd at the Cathedral Mausoleum for a man named Rudolph Valentino. It begins at exactly 1210 p.m., the time of Rudolph's death. Uh, He had perforated ulcers that mimicked appendicitis, a condition now called Valentino Syndrome. Um... And this costume passed away, they thought it was an alter or uh, an appendicitis issue, they removed his appendix, clearly didn't fix the issue, it's mm-hmm. not a thing. Um, so that said, uh, just a little background on Rudolph Valentino. he was a uh, he was an actor uh, back when there were silent films in the 20s. Uh, he was referred to as the Latin lover, and the film is his first sex symbol. Um, that said, um, despite the fact that he wasn't a super amazing guy from the stories told, uh, he was a super animal person. Yeah. Um, so he had horses, dogs, and he had many special dogs, but his heart dog was a Deberman pincher named Kbar. Uh, Kbar was born in France and was given to Valentino by a Belgian diplomat when he was a pup that was just a few months old. Um, he slept in the Rudolph room uh, and literally went everywhere that this guy ever went. Um, the story goes that we'll never know why, but he did not take Kbar with him on his last trip heading east in 1926. But, though the two were 3,000 miles apart, K-Bar started a mournful howl at the time of Valentino's death and remained unconsolable. Uh, Apparently, Valentino's brother Alberto arrived and K-Bar improved marginally but only for a time. Uh, He was constantly sick after the death of his beloved master and even ran away, only to return months later at Valentino's Hollywood home in rough shape. Uh, The veterinarian was called in, but K-Bar refused to eat and eventually died within a few days on January 17th of 1929. Uh, Like his owner, K-Bar's passing was reported in the newspapers, including the Chicago Daily Tribune. Um, now, that said, Alberto wanted to bury K-Bar at Falcon Lair, which was Rudolph Valentino's estate, but steady regulations in L.A. forced him to bury the Doberman in a pet cemetery, which the nearest one was 22 miles from Hollywood, uh, at the Los Angeles Pet Park. Uh, K-Bar is actually laid to rest alongside MGM's lion, Tawny. Oh wow. Yeah. And Shit. the pit bull from the Little Rascals.
1: Mm-hmm. Aww. Petey. Um Mr. Petey.
2: So, that said, uh, spiritualists say that K Bar is still tied to this world because he was not able to reunite with his owner. He is not buried at the owner's cemetery and he was not <laughs> able to be buried at the house. Yeah. And to this day, there are ghostly accounts of people noticing uh, the shadow of a dog wandering through. Where the house stands. Huh.
3: That's actually ridiculously so, sad.
0: K bar yeah. went home. Huh? All
3: that's right. so sad. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Uh, had I known that this would this topic would depress you a little bit, Teresa, I would have probably not picked it.
2: <laughs> I mean that's okay. As I think you know. it probably wouldn't have depressed her if I would have stayed on cats instead of dogs, but we're <laughs> yeah, dog yeah, people this house. Really yeah. so, <laughs> I mean, <like>, hey,
3: <laughs> so that's <what laughs> Though. <coughs> so, I actually have a story regarding a, a fiercely loyal dog as well. Um, my mm-hmm. story takes place exactly with a doggy sound. It was adorable.
2: Boy, it took a hard turn here. Now we're all about
0: dogs. Yeah, right. Um, Cats so, are liking dogs, world's coming to it. an end. a thing. It's
3: a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, so, um, Greyfriars, which is um, a. It's, it's actually Greyfire, Greyfriars Kirkyard which is in Edinburgh Scotland Um, there was a night watchman who worked there and had been there for many 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 years in 1858 um, he passed away from tuberculosis and he had a dog by the name of Bobby and Bobby would follow him absolutely everywhere all the time and when he passed away Bobby was actually the one who led the funeral procession up to the gravesite where he was buried. And then Bobby stayed there. Um, he stayed there for a long time until eventually the groundskeeper, uh, you know, the caretaker of the cemetery, yeah. sort of ran him off and was like, you can't be in here, dog. Get out of here. Well, he went away. But if you know anything about little terrier dogs, they're damn determined. Yeah. So Bobby came back. And he, the very next day, exactly, and he ended up watching over the gravesite and staying there in the cemetery for the next fourteen years wow. until his own death in eighteen seventy-two. Huh. And to this day, a little terrier still can be seen hanging around the gravestone and walking through uh, graveyards. Wow. Yeah. Huh neat
0: right it, it's it's amazing to me how pets like we think we need them but yeah and we do don't get me wrong yeah but the connection they have with us is so much stronger than what we have with them yeah so no, I, agree. I agree i mean you
2: have to think that at the pet age rate where they just age faster than we do um and especially as we get older you know um we hit somewhere in our 70s or 80s, and you you know, your family feels like you need something, and they get you a dog, and they don't realize that maybe we only have five years left. But that's right, as opposed to our 80 years, five years is half of your dog's life, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 that's all they've ever known, is <laughs> yeah, that. and then your poor
0: dog Mourns you the rest of its life. Animals do take on. Some of the things that we humans go through. Oh, absolutely, they do. Uh, like I said, I saw it firsthand with my dog Casey and my mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, oddly enough, he passed away at the same thing. Oh. So it's it it's weird how that worked out that way.
3: So this whole thing, and especially since we we record on Thursdays, that's not a secret, but. Um, I do this thing on the Facebook site, Throwback Thursdays. Yeah. And today I decided that I was not going to post a Throwback Thursday, and instead I was going to ask our readers on Facebook to tell me their Throwback Thursday story. So I'm changing my mind just a tad, and instead I'm going to do a Throwback Thursday on this topic tonight on the podcast that you guys will hear on Monday. So we went down... On a hunt to um, an actually extremely popular place in Somerville, Georgia. Remember what I'm talking about here? Mm-hmm. So,
2: only place in my life that's ever actually scared me. Yeah, huh.
3: fact. So, we are down there at Corpsewood Manor, and it is way back in the woods. Um, it's actually surrounded. It's a the the mansion that used to sit there was hand-built in 1977 uh, by a doctor and, who was originally from New York who had moved out to the Sticks basically to get away from city life. Yeah. And he had taken his lover who would then become his husband, but back in those days it was not legal to marry same sex. So his boyfriend, fiance, whatever you want to call him, yeah. uh, went with him. Well. <clears throat> We're talking about Georgia in the, in the in the very late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Things didn't work out well for them. And a it probably didn't help the fact that there was a lot of money, there was a lot of alcohol, there was a lot of parties. They were inviting people over to their houses. They were throwing these big, huge soirees. It was like a big thing.
2: Yeah, the so they were looked at as Satanists yes yeah.
3: the whole place was just like down on that point.
2: we don't know how much of that was mm, true, personal or, beliefs oh, yeah. or how much of that was here's yeah nobody knows
3: exactly so um anyway while we were there we were we were look it was it was and this is actually a really interesting thing so in, in Akron, we have uh, Vernon Odom Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. There's, Odom is like a, it's a name yeah. in that area. So Joseph Odom was actually the name of, of the man, and Charles Scudder was the doctor. Hmm. So anyway, point to the story though. These guys also owned dogs. They owned two Mastiffs. Awesome, awesome, big, beautiful dog. And the dogs, when when the whole situation happened, in the in the militia or mob or good old boys or whatever they were, right. decided that they were going to go in there and and turn things bad and murder these two. Um, they killed the dogs as well. And so to this day, and this was this is this is proven, seen this shit myself. Um, you can see, you can see those two big dogs, kind of roaming around, hmm. and you people have reported, you know, hearing dogs barking, yeah. uh, when there should not be dogs back there, um, seeing the shadows of dogs, very very crazy stuff. So, yeah, it kind of it kind of oh. reminded me of the whole thing. I just I thought it was a great thing to share.
0: Well, I mean even like we've ha- also had experiences with dogs ourselves yes uh which i don't know for you out for you for you from jersey Allison, right. uh for yeah. you guys out there who do ghost hunt if you've ever had something touch you that wasn't physically there it's an odd feeling yes imagine adding fur onto that it's, so <laughs> yeah. weird. it's a weird feeling we can talk yes.
3: about the story where we were at our favorite trailhead mm-hmm. at the kayaba valley yeah and there are spirit animals there, which I believe we've hit on before. And no, we haven't. No, we no. Haven't. We like to
2: dance around the topic, so yeah. I think maybe that'll be a special one week that I haven't yeah. really decided on, where we just full fucking delve just into go. it. We call it a goddamn day. So just a little a
3: little teaser because it matches today's episode. Yes. Um, there are spirit animals that we believe protect or potentially guard the forest around the area that we're speaking of.
0: And anyone from the Ireland-British area knows them as guardians of the forest.
3: Exactly. And um, so there was a time when I was uh, sitting down in the middle of the path in the trailhead at this one particular place we go all the time, and I was knelt down because I saw the shadow and, and then subsequent figure of a very large dog standing on the path. So I knelt down to get a little closer and, you know, just see what there was to see. And this thing walked up to me. The longer I sat still, the closer it got. Uh, Till the point when I reached my hand out. Not far. It was actually right next to my body. I just sort of held my hand flat. Mm -hmm. And I actually felt the the breath on my hand.
2: Yeah. If you've never felt the wet moisture from breathing... From weird. something that's not actually there. It's and, totally weird.
3: And as it as as this shadow of a dog sort of brushed past me, I actually felt fur on my right. arm. And it was just
0: soft. It licked dense my face. Fur. See? I've never actually different experienced sensation? That. Yeah.
1: it. Was, I've been touched by spirits. And here, right. here's like, weird not touched like that, but you
3: know. Here's the weird
0: thing. It, when it licked my face, I have a beard. It brought the hairs up on my beard.
3: That's like literally. You not in your see head. It.
0: No. Well, but, yeah. you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I felt, I felt wet, hot dog breath on my hand, and, yeah. and thick, soft fur rub across my arm.
0: But that's just, that's something we'll delve into at another time. So because that one you will know, take be, a we'll full do a, episode. We'll do a full
2: dive on that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: This place is amazing, and you guys are gonna love it. But. I really thought that that fit into the spirit animal portion of it because not only can animals be spirits, oh, yeah, but spirit animals, protectors, guardians. Mm-hmm. Even the Native Americans talked about this uh, quite oh, regularly. Oh, yeah. uh, basically
2: any historic group. I mean, Absolutely. you got to think. And, well, I mean, so even any a fish religion, facts, facts. <laughs> any religion, any mythology, any folklore at all talks about different guardian animals mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Odin and his ravens. His ravens were collectors of knowledge. Uh, The Morrigan takes on three different animal forms. Even the Uh, Cerberus
3: was a guardian.
2: And most of it has to do with revolving around some form or another of death.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Whether they're omens of, you know, avoid this, or... Here's it's, some knowledge on this I, I or that hey, that ill fate is coming. Goes
3: yeah. to show that back in the day, just as now, people recognized that animals just simply had the ability to sort of see in both places at the same time. I did recognize.
2: see and I swear to God that I did look for it all over the place to see if I could find any articles with any actual information about it. Uh but literally I watched, uh, you know, one of those like YouTube shorts, and I'm sitting there flipping through all these, and it's basically like a TikTok video, only the YouTube version, right? Uh, and it was a Doberman that there was nothing there in the room, and it put itself up against a toddler and was growling at the corner of the room. Like yeah,
3: I don't even want to know what was over no. there because no. that's some creepy shit. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, I'm I'm good. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, but I, I, I mean, again, like so—that's so. freaky. In
1: the old house, I'm assuming.
3: Uh
2: huh. I, I think well, it's clear. No. I think it's clear that we look at animals and we can say there are certain perceptions that they have that we don't. Absolutely. Yeah. We know for scientific fact. We don't know how far it goes, but we know for scientific fact that dogs can smell better than we do. No, oh yeah. Oh. Uh, we go to paranormal investigations and what's some of the things that we notice? We're like, oh, well, there's a cigar smell in this room. Well, I smell lilacs over here. Room.
0: Or that and I that. that, that we yeah. know that they're... Well, look, dogs can
1: see spirits, too. I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. Well,
0: because they see in a different spectrum. So,
2: right. I guess what I'm getting at is be, not that we can or can't verify how dogs see. It's known they see in a different spectrum. We don't know technically what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... What we can verify is they do smell better than we do. Mm. uh, And they do hear better than we do. Mm -hmm. My fucking Doberman Rin, I can tell you for a fact that she can hear the neighbor walk out of their house three and a half blocks away. I know this because she barks at them every goddamn time. I hate it. (laughs) A gnat can
3: fart in Indonesia and she's going to get mad about it. So the point
2: is, scientifically, we know they do these things better than us. And, um, we also and, know we, that they and we have, know they see differently. We just don't know how they Well, see. they have
3: many more light-receptive right. cones in their eyes than we do, so that, that makes it so that they can see better in the dark and see better in general. We can take very yes.
0: educated decisions on how they see, but... Mm-hmm. Well, I think the moral of the story is protect your pets. Yeah. Treat they know some good. shit. They know some shit. Because and you're, they might be protecting you from something that you don't see. Right. Yeah. And then you protect your pets when they're so little. And exactly. they protect you when they're bigger. Exactly. When you get little. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> you know, punched over, old,
3: Punched over. You know, so yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. We, we <laughs> I, I know this this particular episode was sort of all over the place, but I think the general consensus is that animals have been related to spiritualism yes. literally since the beginning of animal domestication yeah. in
0: every form. Look yeah. at
2: look at witches
0: and familiars. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's all the fun. Well, even go back further than that. You can look at the old Greeks. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. their gods used to take forms of animals, animals exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: especially the Egyptian god, uh, most of them. Yeah. Look like, at there Odin. There are
0: animals. Look yes. at
3: look at Odin and the raven.
2: Well, yeah, w- which is They're fine. All there. But what I'm saying is the difference between that and Egyptians is the Egyptian gods themselves were animal hybrids. Yeah, they weren't human. Yeah. No.
3: Well, I mean, because it was actually believed, and one of the biggest reasons why Jackal. cats. Yeah were buried in the tombs with people in ancient Egypt is because that that was they were the carriers no even better than that it was the freedom of that spirit being able to leave the human body enter the cat's body and and continue the goodness of cats
0: hmm
2: so nevertheless. Okay. Yeah, that. that was crazy shit. I think I think we started off in a place and we kinda knew a quasi direction where we were going with this one. And then we Again, just We kind to of apologized like if it seemed like we jumped all over the place on this one, but I don't know if I knew where I was gonna end up when I started.
3: Yeah, <laughs> same. Same. Yeah. Like same.
2: this was one where I was like, eh, I found a couple of stories. I don't know what they mean. Like let's go. And <laughs> I mean,
0: let's be fair with educational
2: though. So. Right, yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of our podcast though, is so what i personally enjoy about like the paranormal field and doing paranormal investigations in general is that everything is a giant scientific guess yeah nobody like there's, there's no factoids mhm it can be consensually agreed upon that this might be this <laughs>
0: right it's one big clusterfuck of a guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's
2: literally just a scientific guess. It's a yeah. theory at We're best. We're all
3: just sitting around throwing out ideas and hoping something sticks. But yeah. my favorite
2: part is the fact that it ends up in a conversation like this. Mm-hmm. And you guys get to hear it on our podcast every Thursday. Well, Monday when it releases for you guys. But these are the conversations that happen on my porch like every day. Right. Quite True. literally. Yeah. It's, it's Yeah. Like, hey... What do you think about this dumbass idea? Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it <laughs> holds weight. Maybe we can make hauntings. Maybe we can make this. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then
1: there's me in the corner laughing at everybody. Yeah. No. That's okay. That's oh, well, that makes a good thing. <laughs> Except so. for Teresa. Well, right. Because, all right. Well, well know, that makes sense because
0: it's your pick. Your turn to pick.
1: Yeah. It is my pick next week, so stay tuned. I would tell you the topic, but I have five in my head and I have ADD and I have not decided on one yet. We
0: or you want, could say all five and let them pick.
1: Yeah, let's do that.
2: Let's do that, and then we'll put a poll on your Facebook page on the, uh, the No Likes Paranormal page.
3: Hell yeah. yeah. And you Say can link it,
2: and we'll just have a poll and all have them vote. Your on ideas,
3: and the one that gets yeah, the most Yeah, we should do the poll. Votes. I wrote them down at
1: home. I know. No, I did. I have them okay. well, right No, but at least one of them was our favorite haunted places. Ooh. So random, but nothing you know, basic like Gettysburg or anything kind of like, you know, like our favorite, our favorite, our personal favorite. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or castles, haunted castles, which is, I don't know if you guys have done that because I, yeah, stories. Nope. Yeah. I got some some
2: stories. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and there's three more, a couple more that I, I wrote down. It seems like those two might've been your absolute favorites though. What's that? Those two were your favorites. Yes.
3: Okay. So then here's the poll. Are we going to talk this next Thursday when we record, are we going to talk about haunted castles from around the world? We're
1: not Mm going to limit ourselves because that's shitty. There's more castles out in Europe. Facts.
2: Facts. Europe has way more castles than America. (laughs) Or
3: your second choice, are we going to talk about our personal favorite haunts?
1: I remembered another one. Haunted Celebrities. Ooh, are we talking
3: like celebrities who have passed and become ghosts? Yeah, or celebrities like who are haunted. Like hauntings. there's uh,
1: Clark Gable. Oh, facts. Yeah, there's Billy. Billy. Billy Holiday. Yeah. yeah she yeah. does haunt one of the bars. She does. Yeah. And, she does. Um, Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. So this is what I'll say. Stay Stay I have ADD, and this is why. I've-
0: <laughs> Stay tuned.
2: Check into our Facebook page. I will say. Uh, Liv will have this up uh, over the weekend. Yes. That we're recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before you hear this, Liv will have this up and then we'll pick and go for it. Viewers, from
3: pick. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yep. I want everybody to vote. And the one that gets the most votes is the one that we will do on this next Thursday. Absolutely. Also, to all of
2: our listeners, uh, you can congratulate Liv. She has also been promoted to our social media manager.
1: Yay! They go with the millennial. I love
3: it. I love it. But you know what?
2: Millennials well, yeah, are the Jenna best ones for it hanging good. out. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you're better at Facebook I'm than am more.
1: I'm more liked, okay? You know, that's, they
2: need uh, you know it. Also <laughs> it's, true. Yeah,
1: yeah. She's,
3: she's the pretty oh. one. We're just going to let her handle it.
2: You're know. a pretty face, and I have an unpopular opinion. So, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, know, you just have opinions. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, Fair. Uh,
3: we're not incredibly PC, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna let her yeah. handle this one. I'll take over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So stay tuned, stay tuned, because good things are on the horizon with our new social media manager. <laughs> yeah.
0: also, as always, thank you guys for paying attention. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for all that you do. And We love yeah. it. greatly appreciate it.
2: So just a couple things I'd like to throw out. Uh, if you listen on Spotify, if you can go up and throw a rating for us, that would be great. If oh, you could yeah. like our podcast or follow our podcast, that would be great. I'm not by any means soliciting that you have to do this. I personally don't care. There's a lot of people that I follow that, like, I don't quote-unquote follow. Um, But it does help out as far as expanding our reach to people and what Spotify and other podcast platforms recommend. And
3: Apple finally got back to me. We are now on... um apple podcast sweet Ooh. so we will be on apple that should yes it's already done already up it started a couple days ago right. so this episode will be available on apple podcast um yeehaw. finally it literally took them two months to get back to me
2: uh, so yeah. we love you all as always Feedback and constructive criticism are highly recommended and appreciated. And
3: remember to visit us and comment your own stories, questions, comments, etc., etc. at No Lights Paranormal on Facebook.com, and uh, don't forget to see us on Twitter at No Lights Para. And uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so
1: much. Yeah, for cheating, appreciate we love you. you so much.
2: As always.
1: As always.
2: No Lights Paranormal at Gmail.com. Also, if you have any topics, hit us up.
1: This is the longest goodbye I've ever heard
2: It is. Listen, this, all right. is, a, this is a Midwest goodbye if I ever heard one. Okay?
0: Yeah.
1: This is more the Ohio goodbye, but...
2: We love you
0: all. All right, guys. Have a good week. Thanks, Bye. Guys. We'll see you next Monday.
2: <laughs> Later. <laughs>